Hello, this is the Van Halen Tribute Band, Romeo Delight. And you're listening to the Travel Mug Podcast. With Matt O'Donnell. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, was this as much fun as I thought it would be. Probably more than that. I had a chance to meet the members of Romeo Delight, which is the Van Halen tribute band based in Philadelphia. They've been rocking for a decade now. I paid a visit to their studio at Junction Music in Huntington Valley. We talked about their band, their beginnings, talked a little bit about Van Halen, our favorite songs, favorite albums. And as a bonus, in the end, I was able to jam with them on the drums with one of my favorite Van Halen songs of all time. We'll get to that in a moment, but first, let us meet the members of Romeo Delight, which, by the way, is the name of a deep track on the Van Halen album Women and Children First. Let's geek out with Van Halen with Romeo Delight on the Travel Mug. Here we go. Here we are with Romeo Delight. How you doing, guys? Very good. <laughs> so, so we're in your studio here in Huntington Valley. We're in a circle. Yes. You guys just played on fire. You blew me away. Nice. It was it was awesome. Thank you. Let, let's let's start it out. Why Van Halen? Who wants to go? Van. Oh, you know what? Let me let me get introductions first. Okay. David Lee Roth over here. Hello, hello. It's Buddy Blanchard. Okay, we got Eddie Van Halen and Mike Beck. We got Alex Van Halen. And Ron Jones. And we got Michael Anthony. Joby Prandier. Or, or you're also Wolfgang? No. <laughs> and you're, you're not also Gary Sharon. Well, what do you want me to be, Matt? <laughs> Don't say the S word. <laughs> oh, boy. So, so, buddy, why Van Halen? Van Halen is just like, you know, it's, it's summertime music. It's get up, get going. And it just it's great to just play it and get everybody on their feet. It's, it's a surefire way to, for a good time, you know? You guys got together 10 years ago, and it kind of coincided with David Lee Roth joining or rejoining Van Halen? Yeah, that was, uh, it was a big step for everybody. Loved to see that. that was, uh, everybody wanted Dave back, as far as I could see. And so you guys said, you know what, maybe we can, you know, mooch off that. I don't know, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, Van Halen's a, just a great band to see live, and... Uh, you know, if you can't see him in the, the real Van Halen, in a, in a, you know, come see us in a club, and it's the next best thing. I mean, I mean people, yeah, just, people just uh, respond to it. The, the biggest complaint I think people had when Van Halen was the original Van Halen the first time, David Lee Roth wouldn't sing things exactly right, and they'd kind of play around with their songs. You guys play these things note for note? Just about, yeah. It's um, something that we take pride in doing. Uh, so everybody's so familiar with how the sound comes out of the album and that they heard from a long yeah. time ago. We try to reproduce that the best possible way we can. We try so, to be authentic. We try to, you know, with the costumes and the correct keys of the songs. Some bands don't always do all the authenticity with, mm-hmm. with uh, these Van Halen or any trade band. So we try to be more authentic. So you, you can play every single Van Halen song basically from... David Lee Roth, Sammy Hagar, Gary Sharon as well. <laughs> we focus mainly on the David Lee Roth sure. era stuff. You know, that's the stuff that really, you know, gets everybody on fire. The other stuff, we do play a couple songs, a couple Sammy. You know, we love Gary. Um, mostly just David Lee Roth, though. That's the thing that really does it, Matt. 
That is very hard for any band to know that many songs, even the band that wrote them itself. Right. And they have to relearn them when they go on tour. Lucky for us, we get together, we rehearse, and we have enough shows that we can keep it going and we know all the songs. Okay, let me uh, talk about some Van Halen stuff first. Um, you tweeted out the other day on your Romeo Delight uh, Twitter account, right. Woman in, Women and Children First came out 38 years ago. That was the first album I ever bought. Uh, I mean, maybe I should explain to people, Van Halen was my first favorite band. Very good. This is like good. totally nice. cool for me to be here. <laughs> I, so, the same, I am in the exact same <laughs> boat. First favorite, band. first favorite band was Van Halen for me. So Women and Children First, that was like the speaker blowout album. That was when they raged. Yes. Would yes. you agree? Yes, absolutely. The From... Everybody wants some. You heard that jungle theme uh, to all the beautiful harmonies in a simple rhyme. It was such a yeah. like diverse. a di- yeah a diverse sound coming from one album, and it was you know only four guys making all that kind of noise. Yeah. It was it was mind blowing as a kid. What do you think about uh, Eddie's guitar work in that album, Mike? Uh, well, Eddie's a guitar god, and. Uh, I'm crazy if I think I'm going to play, you know, Eddie. I I do what I can. I try to do Eddie as best I can yeah, as a great. guitar player. He's a guitar god. I'm never going to be that. But uh, and it's a real challenge. Obviously, his leads are a real challenge. Uh, and uh, I, I focus on him. So I take a lot of pride in in the way I play and what I, and what I play. So what, I what's the hardest? What's the hardest material to uh, to play, Ron, from Van Halen? Uh, well, I mean, Hot for Teacher is pretty hard. For you, for me, um, um, some of the some of the uh, stuff on the second album is, is a little bit hard, like lighting up the sky and things like that. Some of them guitar changes and and it's you know to, to keep it smooth and keep it you know flowing as good as they do. Um, it's 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 a little challenging, you know, it's, and it uh, it basically taxes me. About where my limit is. Yeah. It's, it's an athletic yeah. workout, right? Yeah, to is. try and mimic Alex Van Halen. Yeah, I mean, you know, Alex is the same as Eddie, just on or, on the drums. You know, they're they're the one and the same. And uh, you know, everything yeah, Eddie is on the guitar, Alex is on the drums. So they they're 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 a tough act to follow, no doubt. So I'm sharing a bunch of stuff uh, on Facebook and Twitter that I hope you'll you'll uh, see, and I want you to see what Buddy looks like because he looks like David Lee Roth. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Matt. <laughs> it's just the way you actually, you're in much better shape than David Lee Roth oh, is right no, now. No, so no. I mean, it's it's fun to really look thank the part you. too. Isn't thank it? you. Yeah. Oh my God, it's really fun. You know, I you know just to get to be look different from everybody else. You know, it's just it's a it's a blast when you go out and you know everybody recognizes you. You know. We go out to different shows, and uh, you know, you always get the tension with the hair, sure, and of sure. course, you know. Do you mimic the calisthenics that he used to do, and the the, the kung fu fighting stuff? And- of course, I do. <laughs> <laughs> you just said it just like David Lee Roth did. <laughs> Wouldn't have it any other way. That's what makes it, you know, and and adds the fun. Like Mike said, you know, you take pride in doing it. You know, like a craftsman, we're musicians, but we're like craftsmen. We, you know. Mm-hmm. Title together and I mean, his shtick was really just totally class clown. Right? I know it's amazing. You know, you read all the one-liners online. It's like, how did he come up with all that? He was stuff? a machine. He was. You just turn him on. He just spits out all these. Uh, you know, you never know what's going to come out of yeah, him. Yeah, he was like king of all media before Howard Stern was, which is, yeah. I guess, sort of coincidental Absolutely. given that he had a radio show too. But. Yeah, yeah, he tried to take over Howard's spot and everything. Yeah, yeah that was, that's what he did. So, how many songs do you play from the Van Hagar era? Three or four, maybe. Yeah, a couple to wet, to wet the whistle, you know. That's it. Which ones? 
We do Throw the up. big ones. We do Why Can't This Be Love. Okay. We do uh, Finish What You Started. Mm-hmm. They're the two we're playing around with in 2018. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. they're the ones. All right, we're going to take a quick break in the Travel Mug podcast, and when we come back, we are going to have a Van Halen battle. When we come back. You can get more information on Romeo Delight by going to their Twitter page, at Romeo Delight 1. That's the number one. Or their Facebook page, Romeo Delight, the ultimate Van Halen tribute band. Or you can simply go to their website, see what gigs they have coming up. That is www.vanhalentributeband.com. Let's get back to the Travel Mug podcast as we debate with Romeo Delight the best version of Van Halen. The real Van Halen. Travel Mug. Back to you now. Back with Romeo Delight, the Van Halen tribute band that is from uh, the Philadelphia area. Uh, you know, didn't Van Halen say, itself say something about you guys one time? Uh, well, I, you know, Dave actually, um, Dave has his own show on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And uh, there, there was actually a clip of us playing at a club, a local club. And somehow it made it onto his YouTube show. His buddy, but he had Buddy on there. I think because we were doing a solo Dave song. Okay. And I think Dave took a liking to it, and he put it on there, and uh, so hence we were known by David Lee Roth. <laughs> Not so bad. So I, I know you guys are going to go with the Van Halen, David Lee Roth era when it comes to which Van Halen was the best. Is that correct? I, me personally, I like, I like all three. Yeah, me too. You can't um, pick and even the Gary Sharon era. I, I like what they did with Gary. It just didn't have enough time to gel and and put that out. I think there's a little bit more that they probably recorded that stowed away that was probably really good and just never made it out. I I, I think there was maybe a little bit more because to me, Gary Sharon's kind of like a cross between Sammy and, and Dave. Yeah, He's got Sammy's range, but he's also got kind of the stage presence mm-hmm. from David Lee Roth, mm-hmm. who he's even admitted to. He's like, yeah, Dave was the man back in the 80s. Sure, sure. Everybody wanted to be David Lee Roth. So that's Joby's take. What's Ron's take? Well, I, I, I like the both. I'm more, I'm more, I'm, I'm not so much with the Gary Sharon stuff as I am with the Dave stuff and the Sammy stuff, but I, I think my heart, I probably like the Dave stuff a little better, just because to me it's traditional Van Halen, and it's what I think made that band the iconic band it is. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Mike. Uh, whole, whole you're, you're, I'm, it's I'm good for you because Alex and Eddie are in each version, so. Right? Yeah. Well, the David Lee Roth was always my favorite, uh, although I love the uh, Gary Sharon stuff. was really incredible with him and Eddie, what, what they did. Uh, Honest, honestly, I've never listened to Van Halen 3. Yeah. I, mean, I never gave it a chance. Maybe I should. I, now I can just stream right, right. it, so, yeah. It's, uh, it's good stuff, okay. musically. And, and, and Buddy, I'm, I'm sure you're going to say, Bozy, Bozy, Bop, City Bop. <laughs> what was the question? The question? <laughs> no, no. Daily Roth, of course, you know, that's the, that's the man who, who brought it to him early on. That's when they came out young, powerful, strong, you know, hypnotic to everybody that's seen them when they played here. When they first came here and they played the, um, the Tower Theater, um, they just had people enthralled. You know, I, I've seen my buddies who have post pictures and went to that show and they just took over everything you know they really did every band they opened for they were always stronger than more powerful than you know 
bigger, better songs, you know? Great musicianship, and that's what we try and bring to the table. Best Romeo Delight gig ever. Who, who wants to take that one? Ooh. You guys have to think about Holy it, I'm sure. wow. I, my personally, I like the Electric Factory gigs. The, Is that recently? Yeah. You, you played they, there? Well, they're just, I mean, the sound's incredible there, and it's its really like, it's got the feel of like, you know, a big arena and everything like that. It's, Do it's, people dress up as David Lee Roth and all the other characters when they come to see you guys? Yeah, they put or, their Van Halen shirts on and their yeah. biggest smiles, you know? <laughs> you know what? That, that's one thing I wanted to touch on. When Van Halen came out, they were on MTV, and people were like, what the heck is going on? These guys are smiling. Yeah. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. They, that was unique at the time. Yeah, because when MTV first came out, you saw uh, there was the New Wave era. So, you know, the guys in the tights, you know, the ties, I should say. Singing morose songs. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you see four guys from Anaheim, California, stomp on TV and just... They were having a good time. What they had backstage, they brought on stage. Everybody had a good time all the time. So yeah, yeah it was it yeah. was great. I think it was just an extension of their normal lives. Yeah. When they played, that was just the end of it for them. They they it was leading up, and their whole day was everything. And they finished off by playing a set, uh, doing a concert. I think they lived the way they played, and like you know, it was a giant thing. It seemed like a, it was just a party yeah. for them, a party yeah. feel all the time. They used to take the top floor of the Hilton, and they would run out the whole floor when they used to play the Spectrum, okay. when David Lee Roth was in the band. Yeah. And they would just, I heard they had keg barrels in the hallway, and they would stack them up, and they would take little quads. I don't know how they did it, but they would jump over the, over the keg barrels in the, in the Hilton on that one floor. Like, just <laughs> insane. I had some girlfriends who uh, actually seen that, and that's why I had to. <laughs> They were the progenitors of glam rock. Right, even though they really yeah, weren't a truly a glam rock band. Right, exactly. But the influences that they came out, they, they're the one with their hair is all a little bit more frizzed out than everybody. They're a little bit more sparkly than everybody. You know, and other groups, they're a little bit darker, more you know, firm about the way they yeah, presented they their music. They were more. They were more. They were more like commercialized. Yeah. Like yeah. Plus, the, they could play circles around anyone That's too i mean not a lot of bands right. that weren't like maybe prog rock bands yes. were able to do that kind of stuff sure right absolutely they were came out with something new sounding that no one had ever done before you know when eddie first came out and he was playing people didn't even they thought he was what is he doing what's it what is it, some kind of synthesizer yeah. and eddie and eddie would yeah. not face the crowd he would play so behind you know so they only see his back so they couldn't see what he was fingering on the guitar and he's played and so that trick on. i saw him on youtube he's like mm -hmm. tell me which hand is playing the guitar and oh, yeah, yeah, people yeah. guessed wrong yeah, every exactly time. right because he has a magician right exactly yes. Yeah. oh yeah yeah from diver down right yeah. cathedral he was even playing the guitar when he heard it on the album all right um let me see here do i want to do this yet no i'm gonna take a break okay and we are going to rank van halen albums all right, cool. I'm sure you guys do that oh, all the time, wow. right? Oh! Comes the battle. <laughs> Back with Romeo Delight on the Travel Mug Podcast in a moment. During my time with Romeo Delight, they played a ripping version of one of the best tracks on Van Halen 1, On Fire. And literally, they were on fire. Check it out on my Facebook page. I also have it posted on my Twitter page, 
on fire with Romeo Delight at the Junction Music Studios. Back to the travel muck. It's cool. Back with Romeo Delight, the most famous Van Halen tribute band in the entire universe. Yes. They are from uh-huh. Philadelphia, so you should know about them. And now we're going to talk about the top five Van Halen albums. We're oh. going to start oh. here with Buddy. Oh, the top, my top five? Top five. Well, you know, I know the commercial top five. Of course, you have Van Halen 1, 1984, and it works down from there. For me, you know, I love songs that you can attach memories to, songs that give you feeling. And I remember when that first, you know, that the Fair Warning album came out. The, that was the one that really did it for me. It's their dark album, the one album that Eddie used his, you know, uh, quote, brown sound on. Sure. And um, all those songs on there are really moody and... That that's for me. That's that's top my that's my top album for me. Number one, Van Halen one, definitely. That's my second, and then um, 1984, mm-hmm. Women and Children, and uh, Diver Down. Well, you know they're in a, they're intertwined. I don't know. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay, Mike, what do you think? <laughs> I'm going to say Fair Warning is my first favorite. Yeah, and, good uh, man, good man. <laughs> uh, Women and Children first, uh, Van Halen two, Diver Down, uh, Van Halen one. There you go. All right, Ron. My favorite Van Halen album is Van Halen 2. Yeah. And then my second Van Halen is uh, Van Halen 1, then Fair Warning, then Women and Children First, then 1984. I get the feeling Fair Warning is like a musician's album, like all the musicians, yes. you know, love right. that. All right, uh, Joby. All right, for me, it and, and Ron, I can say the same thing. The second Van Halen album for me is like the blueprint of everything, like how song structure and everything was. Um, it has to be, I would go with, uh, fair warning second do uh, women and children first, uh, 84 and then the first album. Okay. I wrote down mine because sometimes I get stage fright when people ask me difficult questions. Where are they? All right, here we are. Um, Women and Children first, number one, because that's the first one yeah, I bought, and it's just, like, so heavy. Yeah. Van Halen one, second. Nice. 51-50, third. Wow. <laughs> I, that's a great album. Dreams that's is one. Dreams album. is top five. Yes. Like, great, yeah. It's a really good album. Uh, Fair Warning is four, and then 1984, and for Unlawful Carnal Knowledge, tie. Wow. I, I like that album, too. That's I, a great album, If too. you're... I thought we were just keeping it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. right. Favorite Sammy Hagar albums. Let me just go right around real quick. Uh, It has to be for unlawful carnal knowledge. Carnal knowledge. Carnal knowledge. Yeah. Uh, That one you said before. What was that? Uh, Yeah, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) That's what. Right after they fired Dave. Yeah. Um, I like balance too. Balance is good. Yeah. yeah. So, least favorite Van Halen album, and you can't say three. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh my God! I don't have one, Matt. You stumped me. I don't really. I don't have. I don't have a, a Van Halen album. I really don't like. You know, I really don't know a lot of the Sammy albums. I'm, you know. Sure, sure. So I, I don't know. I guess yeah. it would be one of them if I had listened to. All it. right, all right. <laughs> well, I love every everything uh, Eddie came up with musically. I just can't say I, I don't like anything. It's like dating it's, one of your children, right? I, my least favorite Van Halen album is, and these guys are probably not going to like this, but it's. Uh, uh, Diver Down is my least favorite. Mine would have to be OU812. Uh, yeah. It was just something that I, I feel like they, they, they just put out mm. to get through it. And to go from that to 
cardinal knowledge. Cardinal knowledge came back and had oh, yeah. that aggression and his guitar playing and had kind of like the old Van Halen attitude. Yeah. OUA one two was a response to that Yes album, wasn't it? Where they no, named I, it after a yeah. like the product number yeah, 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 of some right, sort. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. What Owner of means. a lonely heart. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what that exactly means, but it's yeah, some yeah, weird yeah. thing. My uh, least favorite Zyver Down too, and I don't know. It's it's a fun album, it's but like it's it was rushed together for yeah. Like yeah. the band was going through a little bit of trouble at that wasn't point. A, wasn't OU812 was because David Lee Roth had that album Eat 'Em and Smile, yeah. and then David Lee Roth, <laughs> then Van Halen came out with OU812. I, I like that. If, I, if, I don't know if that's true or not, I, but I, I, I think I heard that somewhere at a party I, one time. I believe that. You know? <laughs> Because that sounds like something Sammy might try to do to, because they were kind of having a little thing going back and forth at that time, you know? And then they resolved, and then they did it, and all that other stuff. All right, let me see if I have any more questions, because we're supposed to jam here. Nice. Um, When are you guys playing next? We are going to be playing at Havana in New Hope in June. Plus, we're also doing the Penny Pack Music Festival. And um, later on this year, we don't have the dates finalized, but hopefully back at the Electric Factory in December. I'm going to have to see you guys. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, we have a bunch of dates, you know, on our Van Halen Tribute Band.com website. Everything's on there. Um, You know, we might even be doing a cruise later on this year. We're still working up details. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, I know. (laughs) 70s cruise. (laughs) Listen, guys, it was was awesome to talk to you guys. And I don't know how I'm going to get this out, but we are going to play Atomic Punk together. And uh, Ron, being such a nice guy, is going to allow me to sit on his throne. Yeah. And I'm going to bang it out. So, Romeo Delight, thanks for joining us on the Travel Mud Podcast. You guys were awesome. Thank you. Thank you. As we close things out on the Travel Mug Podcast, you are listening to my performance with Romeo Delight, Atomic Punk, one of my favorite Van Halen songs of all time. It was so much fun. I have the video clip available on my Facebook page, Twitter page. You know where to go. It was really a blast, and I really enjoyed playing with them on the kit. Thanks to Romeo Delight. Best of luck to them. Hope to see them again in the future, the near future. Also, thanks to Junction Music for allowing us to stop by and record the video and the podcast. That's the Travel Mug. Until next time, Travel Mug, over now.